Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Jeff's going to join us in studio in the 5 o'clock hour. He's here. He actually follows us tonight, our Steelers insider, over at 93.7thefan.com. This Steelers player survey has become a big topic today. Uh, The players giving Art Rooney an F as an owner saying they don't think there's a willingness to invest in a better workplace. And Donnie went scorched earth on Art uh, at the beginning of the show. Is it a coincidence that he's doing that the day he leaves for an extended vacation? Maybe. Maybe. Hey, Donnie, question. Are you going to do the smart thing and just completely take Twitter off your phone while you're on vacation? I won't, like, delete the app. But oh, I would I'm... stress that you do. There's nothing like just... 86 in that app for the duration of your time away, so you don't even have that temptation to do the muscle memory, pull the phone, open the app before you even think about what you're doing. I would delete it. Then how else are we going to get the video and the pictures of him meeting Hulk Hogan at his restaurant this week? I don't know. And all of his Instagram, all of his followers and friends who want to get access if you to get, that too. If you meet the Hulkster and you say, Hulkster, I'm not laying down for the one, two, three, brother. <laughs> and it gets a funny reaction, then you have my permission to post. But I would strongly suggest you just delete the app off your phone. I think we're going to make this Pirates game thing happen for him. Because he's going Friday. He's not going tomorrow when Skeens makes his Grapefruit League debut, which is a pretty big deal with the big league club. That would be sweet. Oh, man, another. What? I'm sorry. Just another one of those bummers. Another dead celebrity I think we all know. Virgil, we got to get to that. Well, no. Local wrestler. Different one. Richard Lewis, comedian. Curb your enthusiasm. You'd know him if you saw him. Well, yeah, I watch Curb. You know Richard Lewis? He's in the last season. Yeah, passed away. Ugh. And Virgil, too? Man, that's bad. These things usually do come in threes. Oh, crap. Okay. Sorry, I just brought the, the whole mood down. I brought the mood down. It's my fault. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, Mike Florio just joined us, and he said a couple of things that I want to just react to the mood was already brought down by the mike florio stuff at the end of the interview out of nowhere he said this about george pickens and what he's heard about pickens while in indianapolis this week at the combine and as much as i love george pickens and i'm a big george pickens supporter i picked up some stuff on how he's viewed by high level executives with other teams and it's not good it's not good the returns on george pickens at least as it relates to his reputation among others who might have scouted him when he was coming out of Georgia and did homework on him then. It's it's just not good, and people aren't surprised that Mike Tomlin's having challenges keeping him under control. 
I think that's why he was the second round pick and not the knee injury. I think that that was nothing about off the field behavior or anything like that. He's just a lot to manage on the field. Yeah, but he, here's what here's where big talent, but yeah. big ego and other things. And well, I think big emotions that come with the big talent. Here's the weird part for me though that I can't square. So it's executives saying that, and then, hey, George Pickens isn't their problem, so they feel free to to tell Mike this stuff, these high-level people. But George Pickens still did ultimately have almost 1,150 yards, despite having very spotty quarterback play for the duration of the year. And I don't know, man. It, one thing I'm trying to, to look on the bright side of here is when Rudolph came in and just did start playing better and their mm. offense looked better, Pickens did not seem like an unhappy camper for the last three games of the year. He had two monster games against Cincy and Seattle. He did not get targeted a single time. The cameras, to their credit on that game, kept focusing on him, wondering if there was going to be an eruption. There wasn't. He actually got one touch and actually made the most out of it, even though it was kind of a weird-looking play. And he seemed to play hard the whole game. And he, he seemed to be a good teammate. Like, I just wonder with him if it's going to be a simple matter of if you get the man the ball... He's going to be all right. A.B. did have stuff way off the field that became pretty obvious. On the field, he was he could be problematic too, but he balled out. So I'm just wondering if we're going to get that with Pickens here. On the field, complete ball out situation, you're going to be fine then. And where I the reason I'm somewhat hopeful about this is you should be trying to get the guy the ball all the time. He's your most talented player. I don't think they hired an offensive coordinator to get him the ball. Well, he's their A.J. Brown for Arthur Smith. I think that much is obvious. I think they want him to be, I think Arthur Smith sees A.J. Brown, different kind of player, but boom, that's what we're going to do. Fine. Do it. He had 63 catches this year. He shouldn't have a a catch under 85 next year. Sure. I mean, I'll see your A.J. Brown, and that is true. A.J. Brown did put up good numbers in Tennessee while Smith was there, but I'll raise you Drake London. He was the first wide receiver picked in that Pickens draft, and look at his production Fantasy owners of, of London would tell you that first. Well, I, I guess I'd have to say Kyle Pitts, too. Not the same position, but yes. And, highly highly uh, drafted player. And I I think this goes back to his time at Georgia before he even had the Kenny Pickett problem. Before there was even an issue with a quarterback getting him the ball. And there were enough red flags for a player with that kind of talent to go in the second round. I mean, I get why the Steelers did it. I do. You know, they, they they see a prodigious talent. They think that he could be, talent-wise, the best receiver in the draft and an all-pro and an all-time great. And you've got Ryan Clarks and people like that saying he's got more talent than Justin Jefferson. He's just that kind of dude. Uh-huh. You are right, though, to say that what happened at the end of the year is encouraging. And I'm, I'm I guess I'm a little bit surprised that the people that might talk to at the Combine didn't at least recognize that. Like, hey, this guy did not have a great reputation, but was impressed with the way he handled himself and played after the quarterback well, change got for- made. Maybe he is going to be a different guy moving forward. Mike- Maybe he did learn a lesson with everything that went on, the way he got criticized I don't even know if it's the I, Colts game. I just think it is. A, I don't even know about that. I'm not even going to extend him that courtesy, maybe. I'm just going to say, like... If you get the man the ball effectively, you probably have a pretty good teammate because he'll be happy. Um, and I think the carryover from those two really big games statistically was the Baltimore game where he seemed to understand the situation like, hey, this is going to be a very rare thing. 
we're not going to be throwing the ball a lot. It's miserable out here. And he went along with it. I, the Mike's framing of that caught me off guard a little bit for this reason. He made it seem like in real time, the perception around the league is that Mike Tomlin is having a very difficult time with him. Things absolutely ended on a high note, even in that play, even though in that playoff game, he lost a fumble and was part of kind of helping them get way down in the game. I would say most people feel like the arrow is still pointing up on Pickens attitude wise and everything else given the way the last three games went. Well, I heard those comments, and I thought Florio saying that these people told him that he's not worth the headache, which usually it's the opposite. I think oftentimes what NFL GMs and coaches and front office people think is, yeah, this guy's going to take some extra care and attention, and he is a nuisance or whatever, but let's get him here in our system and our culture, and we'll get the most out of him. Like he's not the first diva wide receiver or the most or the first wide receiver that comes with baggage. They're everywhere. They grow on trees. And so to hear NFL hell, Mike, like, oof, the Steelers have their hands full with that guy. Um, was not expecting that today. All right, so that was that was Florio on Pickens. Here's what he said about quarterbacks. We told them about Dulac's uh chat response that Russell Wilson is unlikely to come to Pittsburgh because the Steelers view him as a backup, that he wouldn't come here as a backup quarterback. And here's what Mike said in response to that. I think the stuff Dulac reported 10 days ago is accurate. I was talking to some people last night, and as stupid as it sounds, they're going to do the Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph thing. Unless they've got one hell of a poker face here, and they're trying to set up some kind of a deal that's going to catch us all by surprise, they are doing this picket and Rudolph and hope for the best competition. More discouraged by that comment than the first one? Yeah, definitely. Because I think the first one is at least not maybe inaccurate, but I, I just have a different perspective on it. But I guess the first one relates to the second one. If you don't think their quarterback situation is necessarily going to improve, and I will concede that as much as I've said, hey, listen, Mason Rudolph made it all look a lot better, I don't have any degree of faith that Mason Rudolph over the course of 17 games is going to sustain that. If I were proven wrong, if he gets the chance to, and he looks like Tannehill in 2019, he starts like 12 or 13 games and balls out, we've got one of the best Pittsburgh kind of comeback stories ever. But just seeing or hearing Mike say, like, nope, Unless they are really pulling a Dan Harrington, there's a poker reference for you, Pony. Is he Fossil Man? No, he was the guy who was just known for making final tables like by only playing a couple of hands like every, you know, he'd play a hand an hour and win. Would you recommend that if I went and played poker at the casino? I was thinking about that the other day. I kind of had the itch to play In a tournament or a cash game? Just sitting down playing. I think in a tournament-style game where you just buy in for a certain amount and the blinds are going up, I think that's a, a stable way to play. You have to get the cards at some point. In a cash game, you're going to get beaten up in there I think you got to play like Gus Hansen who's that again he was the the Dutch guy or whatever who would just play like two seven offsuit just to keep people on their toes like he would just play anything how about the Texas Dolly the late great Doyle Brunson called your CBS radio show once what was the subject about that he wanted to sound off on and he just called in as like Doyle from wherever, yeah I think it was right? after the Bills Colts playoff game from a few years ago just wanted to pop in he just had a regular sports take yeah this is Doyle from Texas yeah and you realized you were talking to one of the legends of poker yeah that's all true. What a moment for you. A little bit of a flex. A little bit? That's a big flex. But no, the, the poker face thing did bug me, man. Because just like it reinforces my priors that like the longer this goes, 
The only real variation that I think is is realistic in how their quarterback room shakes out, at least the top two is, is it Rudolph or is it Tannehill? Neither one of which is particularly inspiring. Tannehill, Hill, uh, Tannehill if it was five years ago, would be. But it's not. Like, they're just going to take the path of absolute least resistance when I think if you polled GMs anonymously across the league, how many would suggest that Kenny Pickett and blank clear backup is a good plan? Maybe no other GM would be happy with that and say, yeah, that's a good idea. They're going to, though. I don't even know if their GM likes it. I know their owner does. That bums. I, how could that not be the more bumming out kind of yeah. quote here? I wonder what's going through Mason's head right now. You know, I'm sure like he's seeing some of this. He admitted that, you know, at, when he became starting quarterback that he had looked on Twitter and social media and stuff and was paying attention to that kind of thing. Now he's got all this idle time. It's the offseason. Seeing what else is out there about him. You know, is he thinking to himself, okay, like the Steelers don't want to bring in a big name guy. They trust me or they believe in me enough where they're really interested in bringing me back. But then at the same time, it's like, oh man, I'm going to need Kenny to screw up or get hurt to play again. I'm going to have to learn a new offense. And if I were him, I would think I'm not even sure I'm a good fit for this offense. I'm not even what this guy is looking for. I don't fit. He has a type. He clearly has a type, Arthur Smith. I'm not his type. I'm not mobile enough. I don't. He's into redheads and I'm a blonde kind of thing. Yeah, I don't I don't move around. Although I, wait now, Aditi will be on in 10 minutes. She's told us that Arthur Smith makes work whatever personnel he's got. He's not a. He's a chameleon a of offensive he, coordinators. Exactly. He's chameleon tendencies. It, I'd love to believe and squint that that's true. And that if Rudolph did come back and that this underwhelming reality that Florio or this picture Florio paints did come to fruition, that if Kenny faltered, Rudolph comes in, Smith's got an offense that's going to push the ball down the field in the play action game and Rudolph stands in there as we know he can because we know he's got guts in the pocket and picks teams apart. But I just, even as I say that out loud, it feels ridiculous. Donnie, as a season ticket holder, are you going to give up season tickets if they bring back Pickett and Rudolph as quarterbacks? Uh, no, mainly because it's not a smart thing to do. To give up the tickets. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Why is that? Well, I mean, it, it took my family like 20 years to get no, the those phone are, call. So. Yeah, those are heirlooms. Those are getting passed down to little Donnie. And, and I guess you could have a daughter named Donnie Football. It would just be D-A-W-N. Yeah, it, it it's never a wise move in my opinion, to get, especially for like an NFL team where it's like more – like feasible to actually go to every game. Like I get if it's baseball or if it's hockey, like there's a lot of games there. Like that that's a ton of commitment and you're going like weeknights randomly. I, I don't I never think it's a wise move to uh move on from season th- tickets for any NFL. Well, th- team. Doesn't this tie back into Donnie's original take today? That Art Rooney is a terrible owner and just living off the legacy of his father and grandfather. Mm-hmm. And Donnie actually had the guts to say that Art is the worst sports owner in town. Mm-hmm. I think Art knows that there's a lot of people like Donnie. It's a cash cow. It's well, an we're going to be like sold out no matter what. Yeah, it's a yearly annuity. He won't get out. He's not happy with the product we're putting on the field or how we're going about our business. But he's not going to walk away from this. So what, what, what motive does Art Rooney have to change the way he does things? Very little, if any. If the customer, if the if the demand 
outweighs the supply to that degree where you've got Donnie who's like very upset with some of the things that are going on right now, but it's like, oh man, I can't. Like hell, I, I would give ever these give, up. Yeah, like hell, me? I'd give away these tickets. They're not going to be showing up at uh, Ackershire with paper bags over their heads like Saints fans or Bengals fans. The team, the head coach basically ensures, even though it, it understandably frustrates virtually all of the fan base, almost by his mere presence, ensures that you're never going to have a three or four win season that, or a series of them that actually causes people to maybe mentally tune out. You're always going to be on the fringes of relevance at bare minimum and always have a willing fan base. You know why, too? You got eight or nine, depending on the season, home dates a year. When you have that few events like that, they are the treated, as, they're treated as such. Yep. Nine party days a year, eight party days a year to get together with your friends and tailgate, even though, as Donnie said, they're chipping away at that, too. Oh, uh, they're really chipping away. Really Could you see away. yourself doing the thing where you tailgate inside a parking garage? I mean, like, I guess. It's just I don't know how much can even be done there. Like, you're not allowed to grill unless yeah, you you're at the you can't take a top. grill in there. You have to go up to the top where it's opened. No roof. What? Question. It doesn't feel the same when stupid. you've got a roof over no. your head in a garage to tailgate. Perhaps a stupid question. Fire away. I understand that the grill, the worry is it would catch fire. It spreads to a car. you got exploding cars everywhere, Donnie. <laughs> right? Legitimate concern, no? Yeah, but it's not like you're in a walled-off garage. The levels that are covered still have enormous wide areas where where air is coming in. Oh, yeah. that's That never really... They must just think people are the dumbest people alive, which maybe is a smart way to act. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.